What is going on everybody? My name is Cotter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? It's going good, Connor. I would like to update anyone who doesn't listen to Movie Mondays on the current weather situation in Ireland. It is unseasonably hot and it's 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 ruining comedy for me basically Mm. so i sean sean's grumpy is what we're saying i'm grumpy i don't deal with the heat well i also don't Mm. deal with being told as connor keeps telling me to put a wet rag around my neck (laughs) and you'll be grand (laughs) see now when you say it like that that's not the sales pitch everyone needs but that's exactly how you said it to me (laughs) No, I would say, right, what I do right. is I get some water right. and I put a bit of ice in it right. and then I get a nice little, like, I would say a rag, but I mean, it could be a, a small towel, if you will. Okay. Um, put it on the back of your neck after dipping it in the water. You're absolutely laughing. Nothing wakes you up. You feel cool as a breeze, ready to pod all day. Ready <laughs> It's not, it's not the marketing you gave to me earlier. Had I known I could pot all day, Connor. You definitely wouldn't have done it. Absolutely not. I would have called the whole recording session off. Um, so, Sean, halfway through this, I'm assuming I'll be full of beads, as happy as can be. You will probably be grumpy, grumpy fucker, hit think, sweating, just you need, ag- aggressive. You need, like, a contrast in comedy. Like, you need one person yeah. who's an idiot and one person who's grumpy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we've nailed it. Uh, so, Sean, we are back with Weird News. Sean, what is Weird News? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who's, frankly, too grumpy to look at any news because of current <laughs> affairs. I don't know. <laughs> It's already begun. <laughs> please, 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 it's already uh, begun. <clears throat> Damn it. <laughs> He's so aggressive. Sorry. And I'm, so, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> no, you're not an idiot. I feel bad about that. I'm sorry, Connor. Um, so, Sean, we are starting Weird News this week with a bit of... I mean, sometimes you get mistaken identity. And sometimes people think that, I sound like Dwight from The Office, (laughs) the problem that affects families every year. But sometimes people can mistake things for other things. Now, as a police officer, that might lead to some issues. But I've never seen um, a misidentification so drastic as the one we are starting with this week, which is police officer calls for backup for drone that is following her only to find out that the drone is the planet Jupiter <laughs> oh <laughs> and why was the planet Jupiter following her I think that's a question that wasn't answered in this article but that's the ans- that's the question we all really need the answer to because if Jupiter's gone rogue I want to know about it yeah is Jupiter the one Jupiter okay I don't Sends. know a whole lot about planets. Jupiter ascending, very good. But is it's, Jupiter not the one that's made of gas? Um, is it? Is that is that Saturn? I, I was thinking Saturn, but I thought the fact about Saturn was that its rings weren't solid. 
Uh, I, I thought Saturn was also made of gas. I thought it had two things. <laughs> it was very special. Maybe. Jupiter has the spot, doesn't it? <laughs> is Jupiter made of gas? Yeah. Uh, Jupiter is a gas giant planet. Oh. It's made up of mostly hydrogen gas and helium gas. So if you breathe in Jupiter, you'd, your voice would go for And it. I'm assuming you'd be dead also. Oh, because of the hydrogen, yeah. correct. Yeah. Also, funny fact about Neptune, is it that that's on its side? It spins. Yeah, it spins it's, on the it's wrong axis. axis. Is axis of rotation. Is that, see again, is that Neptune or is that your aim? I think it's Neptune. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> this isn't weird news. This is a science podcast. This now. isn't weird Neptune news at facts. all. Neptune facts, that'll give it to me. Uh, ice giant gassy moons faint rings one voyage there and then let me look up Uranus facts oh if Uranus safe search off (laughs) what are ten uh, don't tell me you're on like a list it's (laughs) inconclusive ten interesting facts about Uranus (laughs) they don't want to be interested I can tell you a few Oh, go ahead. Uh, oh, no, that was a gag. I was just doing it for the gag. Oh, it rotates on its side. Yeah, correct. Is that Uranus? <laughs> and I, I, it, neither list gave me <sighs> this that This is fact. an interesting <laughs> fact. <laughs> this is weird news, Sean. Imagine if this was somebody's first show. I'm, I'm really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would have started with episode one myself. But I want to get the facts right. If we're going to do this bit... I want these factually correct for the comedy bits. Uh, look, okay. Uh, I'm going to say it's Neptune. Thank you. The, I am correct. <laughs> ta- the, look, I asked Galileo yeah. and he said, I'm dead, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me be. Um, so leave a, me be, boy. A rookie police officer in Glasgow, Scotland, was recently embarrassed to discover that the drone she thought was pursuing her on her way to a shopping centre, was actually just the planet Jupiter. (laughs) Right. The report states that the officer left her station around midnight on Tuesday when she first saw the bright light she believed to be a drone. She attempted to lose the drone, (laughs) Sean, on her way to a local (laughs) shopping centre. Try to outrun a planet. Yeah, the old try to outrun a planet tactic. It's it's billions of miles away. <laughs> However, she failed, Sean. You might be surprised to know. Can't shake Jupiter. <laughs> Can't shake it. <laughs> it's the scene in uh, Loaded Weapon. Where yeah. the guys are like, I think we're being followed. I think we're being followed. And the two guys are in the back seat of their car. <laughs> um, afraid, she eventually called the general complaints number for the police Scotland to report that she was being followed by a drone and couldn't lose it. So she's reported it to the higher-ups. Right. Okay. And she's like a rookie police officer. Is that what they said at the start? A, a rookie police officer, yes. Right. So, so, like, the day before in training, they had learned about drones. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, there's a one in a billion chance yeah. that you will be followed by a drone. And she's like, this is the one time. I know it's my. It, this is for me. I know my drones, lads, and that's some kind of <laughs> celestial object. That's that's a being who follows me around and wants some information that I have. That is um, the Greek so, god of the head of the gods, Roman god, one of them. 
She's a rookie. She doesn't know. Let's Google it. No, no more Googles. But, I used to be allowed one Google search on the show, by the way. And you I, get, like, ever since we're not in the same room of, anymore, I've gone wild. You, you have gone rogue, I will say, because I used to keep it one Googles a show for Sean. Because, Sean, you will check every fact that's ever said. You're that guy. Will I, though? Hang on, let me check that. Uh, oh, see? Good bit. Good bit. Didn't need the towel. Didn't need the wet towel on my neck. But it's also cool. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so she calls it in, and the operator working the complaints line told the officer to return to her station where she could meet with a senior officer. So she did as she was told. According to the police, when she arrived at her station, she was found standing in the police yard with her hood up, trying to hide from the drone, Sean. Try, okay, so... Look, she was presumably very scared, very upset. Uh, this is only funny because she's fine. Uh, so yeah, it's Jupiter. It's Jupiter's <laughs> fucking funny. planet. Like it'd be like me looking at the moon and thinking God is watching me or something. <laughs> and the moon. That's made of cheese bites. Uh, everyone knows that. Um, so um, she had her hood up, standing in the courtyard. And um, when the senior senior officer looked up at the light that she was pointing at, she was like secretly pointed at the light, like it's don't, fucking don't right it there, obvious. lads. Don't make it obvious, but it's, it's right behind me. Right, fucking there. Now I just want to Here, ask take this you telescope. one question. <laughs> <laughs> it's right fucking there. If you just take this telescope, I have it magnified by fifty. Just check that now. Um, but, Sean, I'm going to ask you one question. Yeah. When that senior officer looked up and realised what she was talking about, what was the mood? Oh, <laughs> How did it feel? It was... There's a moment of thinking it's a joke, thinking, should I tell her? And, like... Yeah, you have to come to terms in the moment that you have to break it to someone that they've been worried about the planet Jupiter following them for the past hour or so. <laughs> and that's a problem no one's ever to- had before. Yeah, that's. I was about to say, that's a situation that nobody's ever been in. So it's unprecedented that this uh, senior officer had to talk her down from this ledge that she had put herself onto. Like, and, you know... I know it's Glasgow, like it's Scotland, it's very similar to Ireland. The sun doesn't come out very often. So when she sees no. the sun, she's going to think, oh, that's the big boss. <laughs> she's terrified. It's terrified. That's the fucking mob boss. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, or his son. Oh. <laughs> doesn't need a towel. <laughs> doesn't need a towel. I'm grand. I'm going to pass out at some point. <laughs> yes. Earth Sky claims that Jupiter and Saturn are nearly at their most glorious this month. Weird way of putting that. That's not a scientific way of describing it, I would say. No. I mean, tell me some scientific facts, not just some generalities of it'll be glorious. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Do not Google that. (laughs) Right? This is... (laughs) (laughs) You know what gives like the suggested things in Google? Uh, one of them is yeah. what are five facts about Jupiter and when you click on it oh here we go it just says Jupiter is massive <laughs> <laughs> that's from these same scientists <laughs> who did this massive but glorious I, breathtaking I, like, when was it found ages ago <laughs> fucking ages ago it was found lads and it's fucking massive how far away Couldn't is it really see. far 
off. Like, think, think of, like, your house to, to like, a different town in a different, like, city. Or, like, a different house in a different city. About that, but multiply it a few times. Yeah. Like, it's fucking ages. You can trust us. We're NASA. We're not, we're not just NASA. We're cool new NASA. <laughs> and it's the most glorious this month. Right? Fellow kids. Um, so as Jupiter makes its way towards apparently uh, another planet, those in the northern hemisphere can see it clearly from evening until dawn, as this officer did in Glasgow. So technically we should be able to see Jupiter. Now. Although this might be last week. Right, okay. So maybe it's past. Well, presumably um, Jupiter is still up there somewhere. Yeah, um, it's it's ascending. And according to the Daily Record, the officer's mistake is the talk of the station. Nobody can quite believe it, said one source. Oh, you, that's, that's actually awful. Like, no matter what that police officer does in her career, that's what they'll remember. That's what they'll bring up at the Christmas party. Oh, she solves 500 murders, puts 500 murders off the street, solves a load of just different cases, and still when she's 65, they'll be like, do you remember that time, though? Like, <laughs> do you remember? Look into the sky there. Wouldn't it be terrible, right, and also hilarious, if there was, like, a break-in at the observatory, and they had to choose which officers to send? No, and, and like you, you go to her and it's like, look, and I know you have history with one of these guys. Yeah. You know this case better than anyone here. You're the person <laughs> yeah. for this job. And she's like, fuck off. <laughs> We've heard reports of crimes at Jupiter. We're going to need you up there to fucking investigate. <laughs> like, I, I, that, that's actually hilarious. Like, the, the, the ribbing that would go on. The playful ribbing. That would go on. I, I feel like... Th- I don't think you can recover from that. I think... Like, we do a lot of things, say, when you're younger in school, where you're like, oh, this is the worst day ever. I'm never going to... Re- like, you're embarrassed about something. and Everyone's going to remember this forever. And everyone forgets it in a week. Yeah. But I think, like... This is a level of she called in senior management and the and the, the fucking... The guy who runs it comes down the stairs and is like, what? Sorry. Sorry, that? That's fucking Jupiter. <laughs> Did he know off the top of his head that it was Jupiter? Yeah, they started telling their facts. <laughs> it's glorious this See, type of month. I know it's small in the sky, but it's fucking massive. <laughs> <laughs> start doing the father Ted. Small. This cow away. is small. That's far away. I'll tell you that Just now. Not getting it. <laughs> how can how can you make that mistake? Really, is the thing. Unless, like, surely she either probably wasn't wearing her glasses. There's no way. You could take that. No, like, because it's, it's a circle in the sky and it stays still. Like, a drone is a, a mechanical thing that spins and makes noise. Like, well, no, not a stealth drone. That, I'm sorry. <laughs> and what experience have you with stealth drones? I have played the Splinter Cell games, ah. Sean. I think I know a, a stealth drone when I see one. But would you see it if it was a stealth drone? Fuck, he's got me. Yeah, he's you, got. Would you ever be able to find your own stealth drone if you lost it? No, that's, that's the question. thing. Try, try and buy a stealth mm. drone right now. You can't. No one can find them. You can't. Nobody. Even the lads selling them are like, hey, I'll get that delivered. Where the fuck did I put that? Oh, Jesus. And then you have to hunt him down with a regular drone. And I told them I'd sell them an iguana as well. Where the fuck did I put that? <laughs> an iguana? 
Yeah. Can they not blend? A chameleon? That's what I meant. Ah, other li- he needs the <laughs> towel, guys. He needs the towel. <laughs> Damn it. I'm walking away. <laughs> Ruined a gag. Sorry, just a, I, you know me, Connor. I have to check facts. You know what? To be fair, I'm I'm glad you did because I would have been embarrassed. There would have been egg on my face. That's it. Actually, now that you mention it, I know you had dinner before this, but there's literally yeah. egg on your face. What What's the difference between an iguana and a chameleon? I would say the ability to change colours is one of them. <laughs> Fuck, he's got me. He's got me again. Chameleon versus... You're a man like, for answers to see. I just said the human... I was going to say dictionary, encyclopedia. Uh, oh, yeah. and iguanas are herbivores and chameleons are carnivores. So a chameleon and would eat you. Know, one of them, and did you know a chameleon's on the wrong axis? It spins <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> That was good. That was a good joke. Um, recovered. <laughs> the rag. He's back. Came in clutch. He had to refresh it with it's icy back. water. Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is this is one of those stories that once you hear it, you can never unhear it. And I read it, so I'm going to put it upon all of you. Right. Um, because I have woman. What's the... Sorry, before we start. What's the worst thing you can find under your bed? <laughs> A person. A body. Person. A body. Uh, Woman finds 18 snakes under her bed after she saw a tiny piece of fuzz move. Oh, no. Is this in... Never has a a 0 to 100 happened so quick. 18 snakes. Was someone, like, setting a trap for her? Um, Trish Wilcher was headed to sleep on Sunday in her Augusta home when she noticed something a little odd, Sean. Right. I spotted what I thought was a piece of fuzz on the floor, went to reach for it, and it moved, she said. Oh, you never want your fuzz to move. She said that a second later, another piece moved, and she went to her husband to let him know that they had snakes. Now... The family learned that they had 17 babies that had recently hatched and a mother snake as guests in their home. What the fuck? What kind of snakes were they? Were they the, the, the killer kind? <laughs> the killer kind, yes. One of them was solid. Um, so, <laughs> it's the rag. Her husband, Max Wilshire, um, used... This is where he, Max comes in clutch. Because Max used a grabber tool to place each snake in a linen bag before taking them to a nearby creek and releasing them. Now, still not confident that was the last of those things. Um, scared shirtless, to be honest, she said in a Facebook post, which, I mean... I can only assume was autocorrected. <laughs> autocorrected or a gag? Was she topless when she found them? I, I'm not sure. Uh... I, I I would hazard a guess that she meant scared shitless. I don't mean to say that she 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 curses at all, but I myself would be scared shitless if I found eighteen snakes under my bed. <laughs> don't they, don't snakes need like a very controlled climate to survive in like in a house? Yeah, they they do, and I've just read on because this article goes in a direction that makes sense but doesn't. Because here's the thing. We have a case of, I mean, snakes, 18 of them. It's pretty fucked. But 
We need to go to a biologist for the Georgia Department of Natural Resources, who he says, Daniel Schollenberger. Now, Daniel, this is his big day out, right? This is his claim to fame. And Daniel's going to come in with some solid facts that we need to know. It's a a week of facts on Weird News. It's a week of facts. And so Daniel, he's been interviewed and he's kind of saying, look, tell us everything you need, everything you know. You're an expert here. And he said... He used his minute. He used his five minutes of fame to make this statement. <clears throat> there is a myth out there that snakes smell like cucumbers, but unfortunately, they don't smell that good. They usually don't smell like anything, unless you pick one up and smell it a lot. You might smell a musky, really nasty smell. <laughs> oh, just in case you needed to sniff out some snakes in your local area. <laughs> His advice is, you're never going to be able to smell them unless you pick them, pick them up yeah. and give them a big whiff. It's like, lads, I'm here to say, stop trying. It's not going to happen. Why is that the thing he decided to say? Like, not like, hey, here's how you secure your home against snakes. No, no. Just, just give them a sniff. <laughs> Dude, is there a common just- myth that they smell like cucumbers? I've never heard that myth, but we don't live in a snake-filled area, so no. maybe that's like a myth that goes around there. Big ups to St. Patrick on that one. St. Paddy did his job. That's why we don't know nothing, yeah. is what I'm saying. Then we fucked up and brought zoos into the country. <laughs> brought them back. <laughs> what would Paddy say? Invited him in, charged you for admission. <laughs> when, when he seen that, he was like, ah, for fuck's sake, <laughs> threw his hands up. He's like, what am I meant to do, lads? You do nothing here, lads. <laughs> you, like, you gave me a day, but give me a fucking piece of me mind here. Jesus Christ, lads, you're bringing <laughs> them all back. <laughs> I like the idea of Pat, St. Patrick's walking around the zoo going, ah, for fuck's sake. sake. The lion and, I can a understand. A whole enclosure. <laughs> and a whole enclosure for them. For fuck's sake. And you're feeding them. You're feeding them all day. <laughs> Does nobody respect me at all around here? I just feel like I'm being seen through. It's absolutely ridiculous. Fuck's sake. Um, So, Sean, we have the expert now. Why didn't this woman sniff these snakes out? Well, clearly it's impossible because they don't smell like cucumbers, as you very wrongly assumed before I started. I didn't mean it. I'll put up my YouTube apology video later. Thank you very much, Logan Paul. So, I don't mean, bring his just, name into is, this. Is there a more just you're going to bed and like you're in like your comfies hmm. and you're going to sleep and you look under a bed and there's 18 snakes? The, yeah, oh, the worst is if it happened before going to bed because you now have to deal with that like before you go to sleep. If it happens first thing in the morning, grand, you're starting your day getting rid of some snakes, but you've had a long day at work. Uh, you've had a long ah, day at the observatory. Let me let me raise an issue though. Yeah. This means that they've been sleeping above those snakes for not just the one day. Oh no, like for however long. I daren't Google, but how long is the average snake egg incubation period? You know, mm. that's what I'm so asking. 18 of them. 18 of them. I imagine they were all laid at the same time though. I mean, I'd like to ask Daniel, but I think he might just tell us how what the egg smells like. Yeah, the egg smells like it's it's a very <laughs> subtle note. He's like a sommelier. He's just like, mmm, grapes. 
<laughs> he picks up a snake and just like twirls it around <laughs> just gives it a sniff <laughs> takes a bite spits it back out um, it's all about this taste just let it whirl around you, you know to, what I mean you have to really aerate the, the snake yeah yeah I mean Sean I think the fear I don't think I'd ever go to bed again certainly just not in that room don't no, not in that room. And also, I wouldn't trust any room. I wouldn't trust any bed. Most snake eggs hatch what? within 45 to 70 days. Oh, so just just the odd three months or so. Just, yeah, just like between, anywhere between a month and three months, you're, you're just, you're, you know. Sleeping on a massive snake that's pregnant. I will probably get violent if you attack it. Yeah, just like a pit of snakes. Like, you know that scene in Temple of Doom where... Indiana Jones yeah. falls in a pit of snakes. Something like that. I mean, I ev- I am not good with snakes. Are you so, not? I mean, no. Really? <laughs> yeah, I live by Paddy's mantra. Oh, that's fair. Sorry. I think snakes Fuck are yeah, neat. No, well, I mean, I'm okay for other people to have them. Just, I mean, don't have them near me. <laughs> that's totally fine. That's absolutely grand, Connor. It's with- Some people are scare- scared of spiders. Yes. Not that spiders don't bother me at all. Snakes would probably be more so. That, although spiders in Australia or New Zealand, I'm called it off. Did you hear actually? Well, like, dead. I think in Australia they had to pull an episode of Peppa Pig because it said uh, spiders can't hurt you, Peppa, and that's just factually oh, incorrect. In <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> kids are gonna die. Kids are gonna get <laughs> fucked up by a spider. Is what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, that's I just seen that story and that's one of those where I went, I did not know where that headline was going. But fucking hell. But we learned snakes <laughs> never don't do smell like again. cucumber anyway, so Well look, it, that's the one thing to take away from this. That Daniel has informed us that these lads don't smell like cucumbers. You're con- that's your neck tattoo. And it's fucking wrong, Sean. Oh, I need to get no I maybe I can get the apostrophe removed and like the N and the T <laughs> you know like just oh. cram that in there. <laughs> so we're moving on to our next piece of news Sean and this is one of those classic truck, truck tips over what does it carry that co- what would you just cause an issue okay I'm going to go one end of the scale real quickly okay okay nitroglycerin huh <laughs> too far too far okay we'll dial it back we'll dial it back it's the less it's the less spilly it's the least spilly we've had of all of these takes, because truck carrying 20,000 pounds of ramen noodles crashes into lake. Oh, no, I was wondering. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's going to be a good tasting. Well, actually, here's the thing, because, mm. right. Go up. My first instinct, unreal. Big lake full yeah. of broth. The broth comes in a separate sachet, Connor. Oh fuck! And those sashes will break no, on the impact. No, you're so not you're just left with some bland noodles in a lake. Just a, just a noodley. Le- the ducks will be happy, I suppose. But. Oh yeah! Earlier this week, a semi truck carrying twenty thousand pounds of ramen noodles ended up taking a dip in Arkansas's Lake Conway. Um, so the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. Whew, was on the scene to ensure no humans or fish were hurt in the accident. <laughs> Miraculously, no humans or fish were hurt. <laughs> That's wild that, like, it's like, that, like, who who are we going to call after this car crash? 
probably the Game and Fish Commission, I would say. This is really their territory. <laughs> they turned up and they fucking FBI back away. <laughs> they show the badge. They're like, like this is our scene now. They find the head of the FBI and just like, I'm in control now. <laughs> <laughs> Lift up the, the fucking tape that goes across. They're like, you're not allowed through here. I'm your fucking boss. <laughs> Sit down, sir. Yeah, stand down, <laughs> soldier. <laughs> Then it was absolute. Like, yes. He pulls Mr. Out, President. He like opens like a briefcase and it's just like a pair of metal chopsticks and he just bends down to the to, like the lake and samples a noodle. So and what, it's like, mm, there what was a we crash. got here. <laughs> <laughs> what did the when did where did the crash happen? Off Chow Main Street? No, oh, Wow. So, something like that I'm trying to see a sign my ambiness <laughs> oh you're, you're trying to lead into the, the sunglasses off <laughs> yeah pretty good pretty good it wasn't wasn't your best wasn't your worst I'll give you that what was the van ramming off the road see that's okay mm. that's okay mm, that's not it's better I suppose it's better something about noodles <laughs> I'm trying to work noodles in alright oh, uh Noodles. What could that, okay, let's think of types of noodles, Connor. You have egg. You have udon. You have rice. You have Couldn't soba. stay udon the road. Couldn't oh, stay udon the road, Udon the road. There you okay. go. Now, now we have it. Oh, thank God. Wet rag came in handy. Moving on. <laughs> the tr- <laughs> so dumb. The truck was fairly unscathed after the incident, and so were the noodles, Sean. But some of them were actually, in, from the impact, exploded on into the lake. So now you've just got a whole bunch of noodles in that lake. Now, here's the thing. The question is, how much does £20,000 of ramen noodles in a truck cost? Oh. Is really the thing. I would say, are they like good noodles, I wonder? 20, so the pounds is the weight. Mm. So I, I would say maybe 20 $30,000? So, the math could be totally wrong. But this article takes a stab at it, Sean, which right. I gotta respect. Yeah, oh yeah, they're giving okay. it the old college try. Yeah, like ourselves. So, each regular pack of noodles weighs three ounces. Right. And so, in the photos, large boxes of the noodles are visible being removed from the truck. These come in 12 packs, which would be 36 ounces. Now, each box likely carried two 12-packs, making each box 72 ounces of noodles. So, that's four and a half pounds of noodles per box. If there were 20,000 pounds of ramen noodles, that's about four and a half thousand boxes of noodles that were on that truck. Oh, I I think my estimate might have been a bit conservative. (laughs) Overall, it should have cost... Over $27,000 in noodles. That, and that's just in noodle damage. Like, think, yeah. like think of the, the damage to the truck, uh, mm. the damage to, to the lake, I assume. There might be a fine involved there. So the main thing is, oh, actually, they go one further, though, because the semi-truck has a lot of room. So one single semi-truck is 72 feet long and weighs around 80,000 pounds. So, reported that... Oh, no, sorry. That's that's reporting a previous accident that cost a hundred grand. But my thing is this, Deshaun. You get back from your job, yeah. your day job, and you just cost your company $27,000. How do you 
put that into your brain and not possibly go mad. Uh, okay, I, look, I think the first port of call would be like to ring your boss. And you'd be like, hey boss, it's Sean. Um, you might want to... Your favourite. Your fa- favourite guy. <laughs> your favourite boy, employee of the month. Um, and every month, and the only employee. And yeah. boss, you're going to want to put down the teriyaki for this one. And then you hear like in the background, like the dull clink of the chopsticks going on to the rest. And he only eats noodles. That's how committed he is. That's how committed he is to the brand. There's so many flavor options, Connor. You're not even restricting yeah. yourself. Let me. But can what I'll do, like I'll set you up with a sample go. pack. All right. You'll right. get five flavors, five days of the week. Easy meal at lunchtime. Right. Is this some kind of pyramid scheme? No, no, no. See, I have them. I'll sell you some stock. Then you can go off and sell <laughs> that stock. And so I get, tr- I have to get three more people in. Yeah, yeah. Because if you do that, then we're, then we're both making money, Connor. Isn't that great? <laughs> Two friends in seems business like together. A, seems like I, I'd like to go into business with you. Perfect. Um, and you're at the top. Are, are you like just the same level of me or, or just one above? No, I, you, well, you would answer to me because I brought you in, essentially. Um, so. And so who, who do you answer to? Uh, no, I'm, I'm at the top, Connor. I'm in charge. <laughs> There's this old guy who likes to eat noodles and I just keep him informed of the goings on of the business. But really, it's your boy, Sean. Tom Cruise. Timothy Cruise. He's just big into noodles. I wager Tom Cruise has never eaten a noodle in his life. No, I don't think Tom Cruise eats. No. Yeah, he just photosynthesizes or something. Yeah, absolutely. He just runs. Runs until he's fed. <laughs> until he's fed from the running energy. <laughs> from the running energy. Um, Sean, I just, I love stories like this in that it's just the idea that you crash and then the five seconds afterwards where they're like, okay, I'm okay. And then you just go, oh, fuck, what have I done? Yeah. And to be fair, most businesses, their first port of call should be like, are you all right? But the, yeah. I guarantee you there's some businesses out there that will just be like, uh, it's like, boss, I just I just flipped the semi and, uh, and, I'm, and, and I'm just ringing to let you know. And their first thing would be, and and the stock? <laughs> the noodles. The Tell noodles. me of the noodles. Tell me of the, where'd, where'd you crash? Sure, what are we in? Uh, Arizona or something? Uh, Arkansas? Uh, so, I don't know. It's fairly dry land, I would say, right? Where, where, yeah. where are they Beach is up? nowhere near. Sure, just put it back in the truck. Like, you'd be grand. <laughs> he crashed into the one lake like, in Arkansas. Oh, boss. <laughs> boss, you're really not going to believe this. <laughs> you're not going to like this. <laughs> I didn't just crash in the tarmac. <laughs> I drove tarmac the whole way and crashed into the one lake. It was this weird situation where I crashed into a load of samples of boiling kettles. And then they spilled over into these perfectly formed bowls. No, they crashed into another truck carrying kettles that are constantly boiling for some reason. Like the boiling water delivery truck. And then that crashed into a china shop um, and just like evenly distributed itself amongst all the bowls. (laughs) And now everyone involved owns a ramen restaurant. We're in the money. Yes. (laughs) Silver linings. Um, <laughs> what are the chances? Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and this involves Taco Bell employees who decided that Taco Bell, it's a bit boring. They wanted to spruce up their work day. Right. So, somebody decided fireworks 
are the way to do that. Oh, no. Um, but let's not do it outside. I think fireworks indoors is always more fun. I mean, that's the exact opposite of where they say to mm. use the fireworks. I say there's... It is. The, there's one firework you can kind of have indoors, and that's a sparkler. Because it can be put in your cake on your birthday. Yeah, but there's always the idiot who tries to blow it out. That's a... It, it, you should be able to blow it out. It's made of fire. <laughs> but it's not, though. It's, it's fucked up fire. It's a trick fire. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, I, think, I think sparklers are like magnesium or something, which burns really bright, and that's why they sparkle. Don't quote me oh. on that. But I, my science and it's teacher, on it the wrong axis. It, uh, a lot of people it. know that. So <laughs> no, my science teacher in school just burnt like a strip of magnesium one day and it was the brightest thing I've ever seen. Brighter than your future? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I'm going fucking nowhere. That magnesium's <laughs> going like, fast. This is the best it gets, lads. <laughs> <laughs> that magnesium got your scholarship. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> That magnesium hosts a podcast now. <laughs> um, so Taco Bell employees set off fireworks inside a restaurant, cause fire after accidentally locking themselves out after fireworks are lit. <laughs> so they lit the fireworks, ran outside, and the door locked after them. A Taco Bell employee was arrested on Monday in Nashville, Tennessee, after she and her co-workers allegedly set off fireworks inside the restaurant causing the building to catch fire as they watched from afar and accidentally locked themselves out. The incident occurred last week at one of the fast food chains' locations, um, but the investigation into how the blaze began took a turn when, a, when the restaurant's management called local fire investigators to report that surveillance cameras had captured their own employees <laughs> playing with fireworks inside of the establishment. Oh, that's a call you don't want to have to make as management. Because <laughs> as management, you're like, some, some hooligan has just burnt down our store. Yeah, some senseless arsonist. Yeah, who doesn't like Taco Bell? Maybe he prefers a different brand. Yes. Um, Chipotle? Is that an American brand? Oh, good one. That's a good one, yes. Um, St. Patrick got rid of all Chipotles from Ireland as well. why we have Supermax. According to the surveillance footage, the employees can be seen locking the doors to the dining room to keep customers from entering the business. There was customers Um, in there. Oh no, sorry, to keep them from coming in and... They didn't lock them in. (laughs) I saw that. God, it got very sinister all of a sudden. (laughs) They they, they locked them in. You have five minutes. It turned into saw. (laughs) A firework will explode. Um, the video then shows the employees running around the inside of the store with fireworks in their hands. At one point in the video, the employees can be seen going into the men's bathroom, where they are out of sight of the camera for a short period of time, before returning to the lobby and placing an item into a trash can near the door. Employees are then seen using their cell phone cameras to record the trash can from the outside of the restaurant. Employees then realised they had locked themselves out of the restaurant and tried unsuccessfully to get back into the store. When the employees saw the trash can start to smoke, they called 911 for help. And, and didn't explain that, oh, look, we set, we started some fireworks inside. We, they saying we didn't start the fire. But, but yet they also recorded themselves doing it. I never understand the recording of criminal acts. I just, I 
cannot figure it out. Just, yeah, just like let's videotape this crime spree, and like that that'll only end well. Think of the clout I'll have on Snapchat. <laughs> you gotta get that Snapchat clout. Yeah, that's what's big these days. Is there Snapchat clout? I don't know how it works. I think there's Snapchat clout. I think they've. Recently brought it, not recently, probably like three years yeah. ago. The thing of like Instagram, where they have like people that like people get paid shit tons to promote stuff. That's that. true. That's true. Not like us. We would voluntarily promote a certain mattress company, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we wouldn't. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. Right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's a skill I have yet to share with you, Connor. We're we're still waiting for that sponsorship. Yeah. I'll sponsor anything I'll give up my fucking life Just I'll just, sell my soul That's the thing and I, I feel the listeners are like If we did a sponsor They'd be like Yeah lads Go on Fair play to you. <laughs> <laughs> But like It would have to be so logical Yeah 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 Like we're not we're, Like We're not sponsoring Snakes or something like that I would How much are the snakes paying? What Where do you draw the line Connor? <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat Snapchat That's it <laughs> There's a snake filter <laughs> I'll promote other podcasts Telling them how go- be- Much better they are than us Oh Just Cause Wow Okay that seems Detrimental in the long run But okay mm, I guess does, I agree but I think like We'll make some friends we'll make, Along the way <laughs> We'll make cash up front And then we'll just Tank the rest of it <laughs> <laughs> Um. So uh, arson is one of the costliest human-made disasters, said the fire department. Of course, the fire department um, would say that. Yeah, they're kind of party poopers, if you ask me. <laughs> but um, they they turned up and they then found out that these guys caused it. But there's the moment, Sean, where they set the fire to think, this is the coolest thing ever. We are going to be legends. And then there's also the moment when, I can't get back in, lads. Who has the key? Do, do you have the key? Oh, we're after going out the back door that automatically locks. For security reasons. Are we all here? Is somebody else still in there? Because that'd be great. If they could let us in, that'd be, that'd be great, lads. Then they have to call the fire department and be like, somehow the Taco Bell caught fire. You know, there's See, ovens the and stuff. They have to talk to each other and come up with the idea that they're going to ring the fire department. This- because they know they're fucked. Yeah, this feels like like a coming of age movie where they do this and they cover it up and then they feel guilty and one by one they start to crack and they decide to come clean in the end and be decent citizens. Like like Mean Creek. Have you seen Mean Creek, Connor? I have. <laughs> have you seen I Know What You Did Last Summer? Yes, the very same. Mm. Have you very seen... Very similar. Have you seen uh, Rango? Um... Is that the one with Johnny Depp being the lizard? A chameleon. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Ironically, that's my bl- my blind spot. <laughs> I, I apparently can't see them. It's one of the most genuinely funny things you've ever said. <laughs> I show up. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on, Sean, to... I mean, to our next piece of news, where a suspect in China, he... So a lot of people, when they get arrested, it really brings out their personality. It's what you do in that moment of stress that really kind of shows the kind of person you are. Yeah. So have you ever seen the video of the Democracy Manifest guy? No. Oh, he's just, he's this fucking thespian of a man who he's getting arrested. 
And he's just like shouting out, like, this is, this is democracy, people. <laughs> I'll send you the video later, it's amazing. <laughs> um, well, this suspect went the different route. He played the dead card. So a suspect oh. fakes being unconscious, but wakes up after being tricked by smelling curry rice three days later. <laughs> Wait, he was... He faked unconscious for three days. A suspect who attempted to evade police interrogation was caught out by his love of good food. The man from China's Hubei province was arrested last week when he came up with an ingenious plan to avoid questioning. After after being taken in by the cops, he pretended to faint, falling unconscious for three days. (laughs) But... That's that is commitment, I will say, because <laughs> to the bit, to, commitment to the bit, and like there are certain things you have to do every couple of days. Like you, that man, look, yes, not, not to get too graphic, but that man definitely pissed himself. See, now he was then taken to a hospital where doctors tried desperately to rouse him from his slumber, <laughs> but despite their best efforts, nothing seemed to work on the man. It's like that scene in Airplane where they're like lining up with like boxing gloves and a gun. And he's like biting his bottom lip to stop from giggling. Yeah, oh, I'm getting away with it. <laughs> um, that was, however, until the suspect finally woke up after smelling a particularly delicious plate of beef curry and rice. It turned out that a police officer had been enjoying a meal by the patient's bedside and the man just couldn't contain his excitement. Speaking to the Global Times, the officer said, The rice's smell was very strong and spread all over the room as I was eating it. Then he started slowly moving his head and slowly woke up. (laughs) She's like, oh, maybe maybe he'll give me a piece. Because he probably hadn't eaten in three days. After being rumbled, the suspect admitted he just couldn't resist. I haven't eaten for three days. (laughs) My empty stomach couldn't bear it anymore. I just love curry. That's an insensitive meal to eat, by the way, on a hospital ward. Is beef curry. I mean, the man's trying to... You're the the probably guard. You're watching over this guy probably day and night. Let the man have a curry if he wants one. But if it's like a public ward and there's other people there and just have to put up with... Curry they probably gave time. him a private room if he's a criminal. Maybe, maybe. But I also, like, did he just think that he was just going to, the police were just going to say, ah, well, we'll just leave him because he's unconscious. He was trying to weigh it out. <laughs> They're going to give up before I do. I've nerves of steel, so I do. But my, I only have one weakness, and God help me if they think of it. <laughs> What's that, pillow? Fuck. Fuck. We are done. <laughs> But like, the um, like, and three days. I could not sit still for three days. I don't think. I think that would kill me more than anything. Yeah, and I think I think this is a good plan for the first twenty minutes, mm. and then he realizes that he's gone wrong because they're obviously just going to take him to the hospital and then just leave him there until he wakes up. Yeah, that yeah, like it's. He's just delaying the inevitable, really. Because um, the the hospital, all the doctors must have just been like, there's just, there's nothing wrong with him. I, I can't figure it out. All of his x-rays are fine. Do you know what? This is actually giving me some level of comfort, though, because I I, I heard a thing on the internet once, and it, it ruined oh, my really? life That's for a good about start. four years. So That's a good start to this sentence. Yeah. Okay. 
So I learned apparently a way to like induce sleep paralysis in yourself. Ah, oh, for God's sake. Okay, right. So basically, you know when you're lying down in bed um, and you get the urge yeah. to turn over. Okay. Or you get the urge to like move your leg or something like that. You ignore that because that's your brain testing your body to see if it's still awake. So if you ignore it, your brain will just shut down, but your body will be active. And so you'll see like a sleep paralysis demon. And then the, the, the way you stop sleep paralysis <laughs> then took, is you hold your that breath. That took off. That took a fucking turn. Have you not heard of sleep paralysis demons? Sleep paralysis demons are something I've never experienced now, to be honest with you. Right, okay. Well, basically, a lot of times when people have sleep paralysis, they see like a demon at the foot of their bed. And apparently it's different for every person. (laughs) Right, okay. Um, Can I ask you, have you seen your demon? No, I haven't, because I always make sure to obey my body when it tells me to turn over. And I've done that consciously for years. <laughs> Do you know what? That's actually sadder. Isn't it terrible? It's fucking shit, like. <laughs> You've ruined your life. You've ruined your own life with so I'm so dumb. Yeah, and now I've shared it on a platform with listeners. It's one of those things where I will never think of that again, but you will think of it every every time you <laughs> every go to time sleep. I go to sleep. <laughs> Welcome to what my, the inside of my brain is like. How many years have you been carrying this cross? Probably like eight or nine. Fucking so, too many. Yeah, too many. Think, think of all the nights of perfect sleep I could have had. I mean, I mentioned before, and I don't know if it was on Monday or on Loki, Loki's Patreon review, but um, the fact that I used to be scared from, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that vampires would eat me. Yeah. But I was five. So that's a bit different. That is. And I grew out of it, and I'm aware that there are no vampires now. <laughs> well, you don't know that, Connor, do you, though? Cause well, what no, if? well, I do. Oh well, really? What's that like? What's knowing something for definite like? <laughs> well, it's very similar to knowing what a comedian is. It's just it's fucking in there. Oh, it's impossible for some people, you say. It's impossible. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to master. I will say. That. <laughs> you need to. You really need to practice it. It's like falling asleep. Next it's time, easy. next time you're going to sleep, I want you to see some demons. And just before, just before you, just after you see them, take out your phone. Yeah. Take a little phone. Right, okay, and just be like, oh, Connor, this. What if it like? What if my sleep paralysis demon looks like you? That'll be fucked. See <laughs> you now, now I'm just gonna go to your house. <laughs> <laughs> just like Arla's gonna let you in just to fuck with me, and, and then we're gonna go back onto the show. And you're gonna be like, no, seriously, Connor, it I'm looked not the joking. fucking same as I'm- you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, would you stop? Like, you're so ridiculous. Silly Sean. So, <laughs> silly. No, I'm like, <sighs> Jesus fucking hell, just ran back here. <laughs> Do what you need by is a wet towel on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the demon. That's what the demon it's says. It's just me holding a wet towel. <laughs> oh, my demon's annoying. <laughs> so, stick that on your neck, boy, you'll be grand. You'll be grand. And sort you out. Put your right to sleep. But no, that would wake you up. Oh, would it? Yes, that's right. the whole point of the rag. Oh, you didn't. You never explained it like that, Connor. Um. So, Sean, we are going to have to move on to our last piece of news this week, right? And it involves a Florida man. But 
a Florida man that's a little different from the Florida men we normally cover because it has a little bit of shithousery in it mixed oh. in with something that's not that bad a crime. <laughs> the perfect Venn diagram of Florida man. <laughs> Florida man banned from from local beach after playing his tuba too much. <laughs> Too much implies there's a certain point where people were like, ah, let's just let him play his tuba. <laughs> a student with a passion for music is asking why he can't play his favourite instrument on the sand of Fort Myers Beach. Derek Nangle loves to play his vintage tuba from 1929. Ooh. Music is the absence of stress to me, he said. It's just love. That's the best way I can put it. He is a music therapy major at Florida Gulf Coast University. And for the past year, he's been playing his tuba on the beach. He says, I love the sound. I don't know. It's always about smiles on people's faces, I feel like. There is another reason too. The, the pandemic that's going around. While he was back at home with his mother and brother, he couldn't find work. So he turned to what he knows best, the tuba. which is playing the tuba. <laughs> and he says, I decided to start doing it in parking lots. Oh, oh, you know, for a music therapy person, he doesn't think th- things through that people might find that a bit annoying. Tough crowd in a parking lot. Yeah, no one's lingering in a parking lot, are they? Except for this guy. Was it like a multi-story, so it just echoes through the whole thing? Oh yeah, that's why you would do it. That's why like you you want the people it. at the top floor and the bottom floor to hear the sweet, sweet tunes. That's it, and then it just escapes out into the city, and then you're you're world famous. That turned into walking along the beach, playing along with every step. <laughs> Until July 8th, which was two weeks ago, when, sorry, about a week and a half ago, when he was stopped, (laughs) Beach Patrol came by. (laughs) Beach Patrol? (laughs) Fucking Beach Patrol. That's, that's not a real thing. There's no, that's like, that's a Baywatch spin-off. They, they, they and the Fish Commission, they're the two highest branches. <laughs> they're like the CIA and the FBI of the ocean, and of the of the water-based world. Beach Patrol came by and they told me, hey, you can't do this anymore, Nangle said. He went down to the town hall to find out why. Derek was told he was violating the town ordinance. Town manager Rod- Roger Hernstadt told him in an email to stop the music or face fines, John. Oh, disturbing the peace and such. That's that, that, that seems harsh. The man is just playing his tuba. Now, g- granted, mm. it's an annoying instrument. Um, hopefully he plays it well. Yes. What if he didn't? I think it's funnier if he doesn't. If he's just really bad at it, but given it socks. Like he's, he's practising. You have to practice somewhere. I guess, but like, you, surely there's a soundproof room he could go to or something like that. Yeah, everyone just has a soundproof room just lying around. Yeah, everyone, every, look, I, look, Connor, I'm not here to solve problems. I'm an ideas yeah. man. <laughs> but wouldn't ideas help solving problems? Generally, yes, but not always. Like what, here's another one for you. Right, what if we took up right. air tuba? 
<laughs> That's actually slightly better than the soundproofed one. Actually, what this man needs to do is he needs to get a contract and the, the, the specific wording of the contract has to say, I will not play the tuba on the beach anymore. And then you take up bagpipes. Oh, yes. Because how similar are tubas, tubas to bagpipes? In ter- uh, you, you would blow into both, generally, and they yeah. both make noise. So, in many ways, it's similar to every instrument ever. <laughs> Not a lot of people know this, but you run your own Royal Orchestra. That's it. I've, I've got a kind of one-man band set up going. Um, yeah. Just looking for a member. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's a dumb joke. <laughs> After discussing this matter with the town attorney, the town manager, Roger, said, I'm sorry to inform you that playing music in the fashion described below on public property is not permitted unless the town code is amended. Um, You have written to town council so they can pursue a code change to address this matter. If they do so wish, please do not replicate these actions on public property unless you are specifically told that you are now allowed or else you will face financial penalties. Ooh, very scary words being used. Now, Mm. here's the thing, because he kind of got too big for his boots, because he started off and he was just playing on the beach and he was grand and people were happy with him. Then he went to parking lots and then he started walking around doing his two-buying. Yeah. Had he just stayed on the beach, everyone would have been happy as Larry. No, because the problem is he was still on the beach. That's where he's getting called up now. But the issue is that he was walking around doing it, timing it to every step. Oh, yeah, you can... In, you could just do it and then act like a busker. Yeah, and if you had a busking licence, surely it's all above board. It was just heart-wrenching, said Nangle. I just told the man, all I want to do is what I love, without somebody screaming at me. <laughs> I feel like that's a life lesson. Yeah, just like someone will always scream at you. Get used to it. <laughs> so he needs a permit, a permit to play his tuba on the beach, Sean. But Florida man... I think this is the most heart-wrenching Florida man story we've ever had, but also the least prob like the least problematic Florida man we've had probably since the start of this show. Yeah, like it, by all accounts, he's hurting no one, but it's just really annoying, and they want him to stop, and that's what's funny about it. Um, Councilman Bill Veach said that Derek's um, poster asking for generosity infringes the town's sign ordinance. If his poster is the only thing stopping him from being a regular beach guest who happens to have a tuba, he's okay with ditching the sign. I don't need the sign, I can tear it up right now, said Nangle. Look at me, I'll throw it away, I don't need it. Just don't make me get rid of my tuba. Or he tries to tear up the tuba, he gets confused. (laughs) When he does, he's like viciously strong. (sighs) My sign, I just need my sign. <laughs> yeah. Sean, what do you think of this Florida man? What what's the next step should be? Oh, I think it's a downward slope. I think this is like the inciting incident leading to like the greatest tuba based supervillain you've ever heard of. I think that Florida man with one setback can become the greatest villain ever. So I I'm willing to go on board with that and say, yeah, he starts off with this next up I can only assume world domination and maybe a little murder with the tuba. Yeah, like, like what's the what's the name for a tuba player? Is it like a tubist or something? Like, what's his villain name? Uh, the yeah, I suppose tubist. It is tubist. You have a yeah. Googs. Tubist. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
So you could be, you know, similar to uh, Aubrey Ford, one of the greatest tubists of all time. Squire Gersh, another one. Uh, Squire Gersh. Squire Gersh is a <laughs> great call name. himself the Squire. The, the Squire, yes. Yes, the Squire plays the tuba. I think Squire already exists in DC Comics as like the English version of Robin. But right. let's do Squire anyway. Just the Squire. Yeah, Red Calendar. <gasps> we could call him Calendar Man. What if we call him the Squire Destroyer? <laughs> the Squire Destroyer. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Weird News. What a week. We learned a lot of facts this week. We learned a lot of random information. And we learned that yeah. I can't fall asleep easily. I think this is the most random week we've had probably ever. It's the towel, man. Or lack thereof. It's the towel. I have towel, you have no towel. That was an English <laughs> sentence. That's that's a, It's technically all words, yeah. Um, would you like me to take <laughs> us out, Connor? Yes, please. So, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero. Monday with Movie Mondays. And next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Big thanks has to go out to Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, Chris Nolan, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hiddleston, Don Cheadle, Anthony Mackie. Oh, all the lads are in tonight. Uh, thank um, you also goes to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe. Heroes for Hire is brought to you by the Nightwing movie. Little Dickie's Big Adventure coming to a post-virtual cloudaplex. Roisin Shrodoshin Halley, Ryan Wrighttime Evanson, Sean Heroes Don't Do That Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna, Maureen has the fry on Hjalmroos, Little Dickie, what was a movie that scarred you as a kid? I think we did answer that on Movie Mondays. That was where I answered it, yes. That's it. Um, mine was Mean Creek. <laughs> Thank you also to Danny McLaughlin, Ray, and somehow Luke returned. Um, mm. So big thanks to everyone who supports us over there. Five dollars or more a month, you get access to movie reviews that we do on the Lazarus Pit. You also get access to our discussions about all the Marvel Disney Plus shows. We just finished up our one on Loki, um, where we run through whether or not our theories were correct and just how correct they were. Um, also down linked below is all of our social medias: Twitter at Heroes Four Higher Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook Detective Divinments Discussion Group or Heroes for Higher Podcast. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way you can ever help out the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Mead. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye.